Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome, or welcome back. This is the start of a new series about the immune system, including how sugar relates to that particular system. Today we'll be talking specifically about ways that you can give your immune system a boost so that you can stay healthy and avoid illness from bacteria and virus. At the time of recording this episode, the world is experiencing the COVID-19 pandemic, also known as coronavirus. I won't go into detail about the virus itself, although the virus situation is what prompted me to do this series of episodes at this time. This flu virus pandemic underscores a need for each of us to avoid panic and stay as healthy as possible. And there's no question that to stay as healthy as possible all the time, each of us needs to have a strong immune system. Here's what we'll talk about today. These are listed in random order. We'll talk about stress, anxiety, and fear. We'll talk about personal hygiene habits. We'll talk about healthy life balance, also known as primary food. And then we'll talk about healthy food intake, also known as secondary food. Then we'll get into some particular nutrients and herbs. We'll talk about water, sleep, and exercise. Let's start by talking about stress, anxiety, and fear. Stress, in its many forms, including anxiety and fear, suppresses the immune system. This leaves us more vulnerable to bacteria and viruses, and it can slow down your body's natural mechanism to heal and restore physical balance. During times of high stress, your body releases the fight-or-flight hormones cortisol, adrenaline, and noradrenaline. This is important if you are in an emergency situation where you need to flee or fight because it helps you get out of the emergency situation. However, if you are continually stressed and the fight-or-flight hormones are always being released, it can cause many other health issues and it suppresses your immune system. Fear and extreme stress stop certain hormones from working properly and affect the blood flow to the conscious brain, which pushes you into reacting quickly. The result is that you lose your power and you become easier to control. There are ways that stress, anxiety, and fear can be managed. Fear is an emotion that you have a certain amount of control over. The news media certainly does their fair share of creating fear about certain issues in the world. You can simply decide not to buy into the fear that's being created or not to believe everything you are hearing. Another way to alleviate fear is to have a faith or a grounding spiritual belief in a universal power that is greater than the threat you are currently facing. Deep diaphragm breathing, including an extended exhalation of breath, will calm your nervous system and have a calming effect, both mentally and physically. Meditation has been proven to reduce physical stress and anxiety, which results in a better functioning immune system. And exercise is another way that stress can be managed. More on that further in this episode. Let's talk about personal hygiene habits. There are many personal hygiene habits that are important at all times and they can help to protect you from absorbing bacteria and viruses. Sneeze or cough into your sleeve instead of into your hands. Regular thorough hand washing. 
Stay at least three feet away from someone who is coughing or sneezing. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. And stay at home if you're feeling unwell so that you don't spread bacteria or viruses to others. Let's talk about healthy life balance, also known as primary food. Food is more than just the food you eat. There are two types of food in your life, primary food and secondary food. We'll talk about secondary food in a couple of minutes. Primary food is often called the circle of life. It contains everything that keeps you healthy, happy, balanced, and loving life. It keeps you singing your song every day. In order to live a healthy, happy life, it needs to be balanced. Here are some of the elements that fit together in your circle of life. Love and relationships, spiritual connection, career, finances, education, home cooking, home environment, creativity, health, joy, social connectedness, and physical activity. The balance within your primary food or circle of life can be a greater influence in your life than your secondary food or the food you eat. If you'd like to know more about the concept of primary food and secondary food, please contact me at www.kathyorman.com or at thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Let's talk about healthy food intake, otherwise known as secondary food. The second type of food in your life is the food you eat, also called secondary food. When it comes to maintaining health, the food you eat has two different categories. The first category is the best foods to eat because they will build your health. And the second category is the foods not to eat because they are harmful and will destroy your health. The food you consume on a daily basis has a very big impact on your overall health, including your immune system. As Hippocrates once said, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. Your physical food or secondary food is one important aspect that dovetails into the circle of life that was previously discussed. To boost your immune system, it's really important to choose the healthiest foods. Choose to eat nutrient-dense foods that contain vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, fiber, and protein. Whole foods that are as minimally refined as possible are the best. Healthy fats are also very important because some of the nutrients are fat-soluble, meaning they require fat in order to be metabolized by the body. On the other side of the food equation, it's equally as important to reduce, avoid, or eliminate refined sugar and refined foods. Sugar and other refined foods suppress your immune system. They're empty foods that contain empty calories. They're totally devoid of essential nutrients that you need to stay healthy, and they build up as toxins in your body. Both the best foods to eat and the foods not to eat will be covered in detail in separate episodes in this series, so be sure to stay tuned every week. So let's get into some particular nutrients and herbs. First, let's talk about vitamin C. Vitamin C is a powerful antioxidant that neutralizes free radicals in your body, reducing cellular damage or oxidative stress caused by free radicals. Vitamin C helps strengthen cell walls against invasion of bacteria and viruses, which is very important. Deficiency in vitamin C can show up as low immunity and being susceptible to infections. Good food sources of vitamin C are broccoli, red peppers, kiwi fruit, citrus fruits, strawberries, guavas, camu camu berries, acerola cherries, and goji berries. Let's talk about vitamin D. Vitamin D is also known as calciferol, which is actually a steroid hormone instead of a true vitamin. Vitamin D can support the immune system and help prevent many health problems, including depression, 
cancer, osteoporosis, obesity, and diabetes, to name a few. Your liver and kidneys must activate the vitamin D in your body before it can be used. Liver damage or kidney disease will impair this process. Calcium absorption in your intestines cannot take place without sufficient levels of vitamin D. Low levels of vitamin D make calcium supplementation futile. Significant amounts of vitamin D are not found in foods, except possibly in some marine species. Vitamin D is actually manufactured by the body through taking in sunshine on your skin. This makes vitamin D the sunlight vitamin. There is a simple test that could indicate vitamin D deficiency. Press firmly on your sternum. If it hurts, it's possible that you have a chronic vitamin D deficiency. Let's talk about zinc. Zinc is a mineral that has many important jobs, including helping the immune system to fight off viruses and bacteria. Food sources of zinc include wild-caught fish and legumes, lentils, beans, and chickpeas. Let's talk about elderberry. Elderberry has been used by Native Americans for centuries to prevent colds and flu and to relieve pain, swelling, and inflammation. Elderberry contains vitamins A, B, and C, phenolic acids, and flavonols. Elderberry can boost the immune system and reduce inflammation. Elderberries contain a specific protein substance that inhibits a virus's ability to penetrate the cell wall. This can either prevent a virus from taking hold or reduce the duration of illness from a virus. One caution, do not eat the elderberry seeds as they cause nausea and vomiting. Let's talk about echinacea. Research has shown that echinacea contains flavonoids, glycoproteins, and polysaccharides that have health benefits. Echinacea has been shown to boost the immune system by stimulating white blood cells to fight off foreign invaders like bacteria and viruses. Taking echinacea at the first sign of a cold or flu could help prevent the virus from taking hold or it could shorten the duration of illness from the virus. Echinacea has also been proven to reduce anxiety. Let's talk about ginger. Fresh ginger is rich in antioxidants, which help protect your cells from free radical damage and helps to fortify your immune system. Ginger is very good for the digestive system. The center of the immune system is located in the gut. There will be more information about this in a future episode. Ginger contains very powerful anti-inflammatory compounds called gingerols, which can be very effective in reducing or eliminating pain and swelling in osteoarthritis and rheumatoid arthritis. So let's talk about water now. Amazingly, water comprises 60% of your body weight, and almost every system in your body requires water. So water is extremely important. There are five functions of water that help support your body's immune system. Number one, water maintains your body's fluid balance. Number two, water helps dissolve nutrients and minerals so your body can use them. Number three, water transports nutrients and oxygen to your cells. Number four, water aids digestion and waste removal. Number five, water maintains body temperature. You might be wondering how much water should you drink? Here are the current recommendations from the health and wellness community. For men, about 3 liters of water or 13 cups per day. For women, about 2.2 liters of water or 9 cups per day. Avoid dehydration because it weakens the immune system and reduces your body's ability to flush out toxins. Let's talk about sleep. Adequate sleep is very important for overall health and well-being, including having a healthy immune system. 
Here are four reasons why your body needs enough sleep. Number one, to have adequate time to produce important proteins and growth hormones. Number two, to build muscle mass. Number three, to repair cells. And number four, for the proper functioning of nervous, endocrine, and immune systems. Sleep deprivation takes its toll on the immune system because your cells regenerate while you sleep. To avoid feeling run down, get at least seven to eight and a half hours sleep each night and practice good sleep hygiene, such as consistently going to bed and rising at roughly the same time every day. Let's talk about exercise. Exercise is incredibly important for many systems in your body. Exercise has benefits that are not always obvious, yet they're extremely important when it comes to staying healthy and avoiding illness, including illness from bacteria and viruses. Here are five benefits of exercise that relate to your immune system. Number one, increased energy. Exercise or regular physical activity increases your energy level and gives you physical stamina. Number two, increased nutrition to every system. Exercise increases blood circulation. All the nutrients are transported to your cells, tissues, and organs through your blood, which means that every cell in your body has increased nutrition and energy. This results in higher functioning of your immune system and greater healing ability. Number three, increased lung capacity and cardiovascular functioning. During exercise, your cardiovascular system, your lungs, and respiratory system receive more nutrients and oxygen, which helps them become stronger and work better. A strong cardio system, strong lungs, and respiratory system are better able to handle the effects of respiratory-specific bacteria and viruses. Number four, sleep. Exercise can help promote a good night's sleep. Good sleep is crucial for the healing process and to maintain a healthy immune system. Good sleep also increases your mental energy and reduces your stress and or anxiety level. Number five, fun and social connectedness. Physical activity with family and friends can help build connections. It can be a great way to reach out to others, have fun, and promote happiness. This is part of building healthy balance or primary food in your life, as previously discussed. Here are three specific ways that exercise reduces stress. Number one, exercise flushes the cortisol out of your system. Remember that cortisol is one of the fight or flight hormones that's produced by stress. Number two, exercise has a direct impact on your brain. During exercise, your brain naturally releases feel-good hormones or endorphins, relieving stress, reducing depression and anxiety, and helping you to think more clearly and positively. Number three, exercise helps you physically release repressed or bottled up tension. Reducing tension gives you more positive energy and allows relaxation so that all systems in your body are able to work more efficiently, including your immune system. Here's the one minute recap. In this episode, we covered the following things that affect your immune system. Stress, anxiety, and fear. Personal hygiene habits. Healthy life balance, which we call primary food. We talked about healthy food intake, which we call secondary food. Then we talked about a few particular nutrients and herbs, vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, elderberry, echinacea, and ginger. Then we talked about water, sleep, and exercise, including five ways that exercise benefits the immune system and three ways that exercise reduces stress. Further on in this episode series, we'll be talking about foods to eat for a healthy immune system and foods not to eat because they will suppress your immune system. Here's the bottom line. It's an absolute certainty 
that we are all going to come in contact with many viruses and bacteria in our lifetime. It's just part of living. The human body is naturally equipped to handle a certain amount of negative influences. Yet there are many steps that each of us can take on a continual basis to be stronger and to boost the immune system. Anytime you're experiencing a health crisis in your life, whether it's the current COVID-19 coronavirus, a flu or a cold, I urge you not to get into fear, anxiety and stress about it. Instead, I urge you to take steps to minimize the stress, breathe deeply, stay positive and take a positive approach to boost your immune system and stay as healthy as possible. Do whatever you can from wherever you're at. Drink plenty of pure water. Eat the healthiest foods possible while avoiding sugar and junk foods. Get some exercise and take care of yourself with good hygiene. If you're struggling with your immune system and your stress level and you are ready to make some healthy switches in your diet and lifestyle, book your switch session now. Don't wait. Your health and well-being is really important. Go to connectwithkathy.as.me. The Sugar Switch Podcast is the only short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that switches it up to give you a different perspective about sugar, nutrition, and your health. You will find every episode on our podcast website, thesugarswitchpodcast.com, and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Blueberry, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Android. And I'm super excited to tell you that the Sugar Switch Podcast has been ranked on the Apple Podcast charts as one of the top nutrition podcast programs in Canada, Australia, and the USA. So a big thank you to all of you loyal listeners for downloading and listening to the Sugar Switch Podcast. I appreciate you so much. And I would love it if you would take a moment and leave a written rating on whatever platform you're listening from. Thank you so much. There are more episodes to come in this new series, Your Immune System, so stay tuned for that. This is an impromptu series, so I'm not sure exactly how many episodes it will involve. It's a work in progress. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.